Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts right now. If Joe Biden does decide to run for president, all men who can hear my voice, heed warning. You better lock up your daughters and keep your wives close. Joe Biden's coming at you, and he's got a wandering nose. He's going to hit the campaign trail for 2020, which means he'll be sniffing heads from sea to shining sea. Ladies, be prepared, because out of nowhere, he'll shove his nose in your hair. He just wants to sniff it and smell it and maybe kiss it. He don't care. That's just how they do it back in Delaware. He loves the softness of your follicles. He quivers when they tickle his nostrils. He's old school, ladies. He don't mean no harm. It's just part of his folksy old Joe Biden charm. So don't worry when he nuzzles your neck. He don't want to have sex. He just does it out of respect. And if he massages your shoulders while he's standing behind you, don't trip. That's just what all old horny senile men do. Clinton had cigars. Biden's got his schnoz. Every man has flaws. He ain't breaking no laws. Well, except maybe assault and possibly adultery and generally being super duper creepy. But hey, we can sit here and hate the man. Or we could just read his official statement. He says, never did I believe I I acted inappropriately. Well, Mr. VP, the internet respectfully disagrees. There's like 180 YouTube videos showing you groping young girls with your big old nose. He's a gawker, a stalker, a real close talker. He's been like this for years. It should not be a shocker. Instead of taking antidepressants, he gets a boost from snorting herbal essence. Knock, knock, who's there? Joe Biden, Joe Biden who? Joe Biden who gets off on the smell of your shampoo? We can all sit around making jokes, but the sad truth is he'll still get millions of votes. He wouldn't be the first president who philanders. Besides, he's still better than Bernie Sanders. Let that be a warning, gentlemen. <laughs> Creepy Joe Biden is coming for your women. You know, I didn't. I thought that that song was going to make me last for a day and then it was all going to be gone. But no, thanks to Joe Biden, there's way more women who are now coming out and saying, hey, even Nancy Pelosi is telling Joe Biden, hey, you know what you have to do? You have to keep your damn hands to yourself. She's all like, she's all like, I don't know if do you want to be president or do you are you aware of what uh, what we're living in, what the world we're living in today? You can't go around sticking your nose in a woman's hair and going without her permission. And even with her permission, you shouldn't do it, especially when you're on camera. I mean, the whole thing is really the whole thing is really just it's getting bizarre. He's getting heckled now. I don't know if you heard about this. He was at some event. Listen to this. And this is this is a question that somebody asked him. Uh, and this was uh, the reaction. Hold on, oh, hold on, wait a minute, I hit the wrong button again. Hang on, here we go, listen listen carefully. Well, what about the girls that you molested on C-SPAN at the Senate swearing in? No, 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 he did it. No, no, no. Let him, let him, let him answer. Let him, let him answer. And he, of course, he didn't. And Donald Trump now, of course, is, you know, uh, not, not really attacking the man, but kind of just, you know, saying, hey, look, welcome to the party, pal. It looks like the only non-sort of heavy socialist He's being taken care of pretty well by the socialists they got to. Yeah, they, they sure, he's like, hey, this guy's not a socialist, and the rest of them don't like that, so they're going to take him out. I was going to call him. I don't know him well. I was going to say, welcome to the world, Joe. You having a good time, Joe? Yeah, this is what you wanted, right, buddy? You wanted to run for president. Well, well <laughs> welcome to the world of politics in, uh, in the age of Trump.
This is exactly what they do. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Now, it's whatever you want Wednesday today. So if you're new to the show, I know we got a bunch of people uh, following us on Twitch for the first time, first of all. But thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Also, if you're uh, following us on Facebook, uh, Periscope, anywhere else, we do something on Wednesday where we just open it up for you. You got stuff that you want to talk about. You got stuff that's on your mind. You have concerns. You have critiques. You have funny stories about your dog. Whatever it is, uh, this is your time to shine. Because I don't know if you know, the, uh, other radio stations will tell you this. But as an as an FCC regulated and licensed radio station, it is basically, it's not ours. It's yours. This is the people's place. You know, you guys, the government of the United States, the federal government, the people have given us the power and the authority to do what we do. So we might as well, we might as well let you in on the fun. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. You can also send us an open mic message. And a lot of people do that too. Jussie Smollett, who, you know, you remember from Empire fame. Jussie Smollett was probably the most excited to hear about Joe Biden becoming uh, the center of attention. And he was probably the most excited for everybody who is, uh, you know, who's 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 now, I guess, drawing the the ire and the fire away from him. Except, however, that he's still the laughingstock of a lot of different places, too. He was uh, he was being laughed at by Tracy Morgan on The Tonight Show the other day, talking to Jimmy Fallon, who had, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't I didn't know that Tracy Morgan was still around doing stuff. I know he had a really bad accident, but that guy to me could I mean he could say anything. The way he talks, the the tone of his voice, his mannerisms, his personality, it's hilarious. He could read the side of a Starbucks coffee um, you know, container to me and it and it would be laugh out loud funny. But he made some he made some really interesting points about Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I'm uh, they gave me a role on Empire. It did. Yeah. Now, what is your uh what are you gonna What are you gonna do on, on that? Well, on contractually, they give me millions of dollars. Contractually, all I gotta do is not fake a hate crime. That's what I'm saying. But that was just the beginning. Yeah, you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't buy that story. What? That what happened? Nah, man. The racists don't be watching Empire, man. It's too cold. They said we be racist in the spring. Yeah, they don't. They don't watch. They be, they, nobody's a racist in the polar vortex, is what he had to say. Because it was like ten seconds of footage, mm. and then he disappears for like two seconds. Then he reappears with the noose on his neck, still holding the subway sandwich. Yeah. Uh, star, star. 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045. 855-765-1045. If you like to get kick it old school and dial all nine numbers. This is Nick in Jacksville. Nick, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Excellent, Nick. What do you want to say, sir? All I wanted to say is, man, uh, I'm all I'm all for like getting some people that are uh, from molesting people or getting too close or whatever like that. But let's not. I'm just saying, let's just be careful. Let's not stoop to that level yet. So he's proven guilty. At least Biden. Let the let his own party like eat him up and spit him out because I feel like we're stooping down to that level if we keep going at him like that. I mean, I I get it, but and we see the photos, but. Don't you think, like, when we start poking and making fun, it's like we have he hasn't been proven guilty yet. We should probably kind of lay low a little bit. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know. No, Nick, and I appreciate you calling. I appreciate your opinion. I'll be honest with you. I, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I'm going to take every opportunity to make fun of Joe Biden. Look, I mean, here's the thing. It, it, the, the, to me... It's not a matter of guilty or innocent. Like you said, the photos are there. We just ran in the background here. We have, if you watch on our live stream, if you watch on Facebook or on Twitch, we have a, a big video board. Right now it's playing some kind of American Revolution video game. Uh, we also have mud wrestling from time to time. Uh, there's, there's a, there's inside footage from a Make America Great Again hat factory where they actually make the hats. And this is, this is uh, what's going, rolling around behind me, um, while we're doing the show on the live stream. And it just adds another element. Anyway, wh where was I going with this? We just showed, a whole video that we got from YouTube about times that Joe Biden has been inappropriately touching people in public, in public, in front of the camera. He's not hiding anything, you know. So if he's going to do that and if women are now going to call him out on it, I, for one, am not going to stand idly by and not make jokes about it. Uh, and I understand that there are people. Look, 
there are people out there who are have way more morals and way more values and way more self-control than I do. And God bless those people. But uh, this is a show where you where, where when someone shows weakness, especially uh, somebody in the Democratic Party who could potentially destroy our country and and, and take us back to, you know, the, take us back to 2016 or 15 when things were horrible. Uh, you know, then then, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to add to that. And look, you know, here's the thing. They always say. They always say that we should try to get along, shouldn't we? We should try to find common ground. That's what they say. That's the biggest complaint Americans will have. This country is too divided. It's Democrats and Republicans. It's red states and blue states. We need to work together. We need to reach across the aisle. We need to come together and agree on something. Well, finally, thanks to Joe Biden, we, the Democrats and the Republicans, finally have something that we can agree on, and that is... That Joe Biden is super creepy. 855-765-1045. A uh, quick break. It's whatever you want Wednesday, folks. Whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to talk about. You can leave us an open mic message, too, on the News 104.5 mobile app. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. Free Mark, please, please, please do that rap again. That was the bomb. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. I'm so glad you appreciate that. We also, you know what we've done is we've actually put it up on our Facebook page. If you go to the Mark K Show on Facebook, uh, we took video of me singing it yesterday in the audio, and you can just hear it. You can play it over and over again. And, of course, we'll play it again before we leave today because, I mean, it, it, it's easier than coming up with new content. 855-765-1045. Jeremy from the North Side. How you doing, Jeremy? What's up? Doing awesome. I was just going to recommend that very thing about putting it on Facebook. I was going to suggest you take and make like a video montage of all the different photos of Joe Biden sniffing hair yeah. with the song playing in the background or something. That, that would blow up. That's a great, you know, that's a great idea. That's an awesome idea. We're definitely going to, well, I have, like I said, it's me singing it and we've got Joe Biden's head. I didn't have time to go through and get all the photos because there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like there's new ones coming out every single day. This is really difficult for Joe Biden. And thanks so much for your call. Thanks for the props, too. This is really difficult for this guy because a lot of campaigning is handshaking and hugging and and taking photos and taking selfies. And this really will cut out a huge part of that. This is going to cut out a huge part of that because every time he goes to put his arm around a woman or every time somebody says, can I take a selfie? He's got to have somebody watching him and making sure that he doesn't get too close, that this isn't going to be the photo of, you know, Dukakis in the tank where where it's going to like, be, you know, just put the, be the end of his career. 855-765-1045. This is Vincent in Florida. What's up, Vincent? How you doing? Hey, Mark. How's it going? You know, just chilling. Hey, uh, yeah, good. Good. I wanted to uh, kind of bring up this leftist um, thing called white privilege. Yeah. And kind of clear, you know, kind of clear out because I'd ask, what is Jesse Smollett? You ask, what is Jesse Smollett? Oh, the, the, the entire situation. Would, would the left call that black privilege? I don't think they would dare to. Uh, you know what? I, you know what is interesting to me is how much the how much the Democrats eat their own. Like what they'll have somebody who is, yeah. and they're doing it again with Joe Biden. And in fact, Jussie Smollett and Joe Biden are very similar. You have two guys who were heralded at first as incredible, you know, uh, people who did these amazing things and were being attacked. But now you, we see them for what they really are. Jesse Smollett is a bold-faced liar and somebody who is who is perpetrating hoaxes for political gain or for, you know, for his candidacy or for his his uh his his party rather to retake the White House. He's trying to he's basically trying to stoke racial violence is what he's trying to do in this thing by calling this a hate crime and by de describing something so heinous and so just raw. I mean, even who can make up something like that? What kind of a demented, tormented mind makes up this attack story where he gets jumped by two guys in mega hats, gets beaten up, gets bleach poured on him and then almost uh, almost hung or, or strung up with a with a noose like rope. And then, of course, there's the there's the letter that was sent to him and the and the declaration that this is MAGA country. This is I mean, this is definitely one of his Hollywood writers helped him with this because that is intricate and it's disgusting. 
And it didn't actually happen. It wasn't a it wasn't a couple of MAGA hat wearing Republicans who came up with that idea. It was the Democrats that came up with that idea. So now he's getting sold out. He's getting he's getting hung out to dry by Rahm Emanuel, the king of the sleazebag Democrats from the Obama era. He's getting hung out to dry by pretty much the entire city of Chicago Police Department. He's getting hung out to dry by his fellow performers. Tr- who's made fun of him so far? Tracy Morgan's made fun of him. Chris Rock made fun of him at the NAACP Awards. Uh, who else? Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. Nobody. Nobody believes this guy and nobody that matters has his back. Check out Joe Biden. Enter stage right. He comes in. We're keeping an eye on him. Keep in mind, too, that Joe Biden has not even entered the fray yet. This is the first time I've seen attacks on a political candidate so early on in their candidacy. You know, we know we talk about we always talk about what happened to Herman Cain. Herman Cain was in this to win this. Herman Cain, when he ran for president. He went in, he had a plan, he debated, he w- he went from the bottom of the pile to near the top of the heap. And when these accusations about Herman Cain came out, these unfounded and unproven accusations about Herman Cain, when they came out and they and they railroaded his his presidency, when they destroyed his chances, he was the top performer in all the debates and he was climbing in Donald Trump like fashion up the scale of likability. And he was at the top of all the approval ratings. He was he was he was the guy to get the nomination. And he could have potentially been the first black Republican president. However, the accusation started to fly and everything went south. And that's but he was already a candidate. Not only that, he was winning. Joe Biden's not even a candidate yet. Joe, Joe Biden hasn't even said I'm running. And they're either too scared of him or too annoyed with him or just too power hungry to even wait for the guy to get into the race. They're basically saying, Joe, forget it. Don't waste your breath. Don't waste anybody's time. Keep your money because we got the goods. We're just going to take you out of this now. And this is that's vitriolic. It's the earliest. I mean, this is basically you know what this is. This is political abortion. They're killing his campaign before it's even born. And not surprising because that's what Democrats like to do. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of whatever you on Wednesday. Coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. I wish that Joe Biden would stop touching me. I wish that Joe Biden would stop touching you. I wish that Joe Biden would stop touching me. I wish that Joe Biden would stop touching everybody. Yeah, I was good too. Look, see, everybody gets inspired. Everybody gets inspired by Joe Biden's creepiness. Uh, he's the uh, he's the creepy VP. That's exactly. That's exactly this, uh, we had a guy. We played the Joe Biden rap, by the way, earlier today. We'll play it again. It's also on our Facebook page too. If you're looking for it, you can uh, you can play that. You can share it. It's been shared over 120 times so far. That's amazing. Um, and you know we're gonna we're gonna keep the message alive that Joe Biden is too creepy to be president of the United States. And we had a guy call in and say, look, are we not just taking a page out of the Democrats' playbook? Are we not just stooping down to their level? And I mean, the answer to that is, look, we're all we're all pretty low in this hole. When, when it comes to politics, there's a you know, there is no there is no real low point in politics. And a lot of people will say, you know, first of all, the Democrats have been going after Donald Trump since day one with lies. What we're saying about what we're actually saying about Joe Biden is the truth. You know, there's photos to back it up. We see all the things he's doing. We see the nose sniffs and the hair uh, it licks and whatever else, you know, the, all the uh, all the butterfly kisses and whatnot. But the fact of the matter is anybody and if it were a Democrat or if it were uh, if it, and the Democrats know this best of all, anybody who runs for president, it's our job to scrutinize the heck out of them. And make sure they're in it for the right reason and make sure they're not going to embarrass our country and make sure that they're going to do what we need them to do to keep America strong and safe and productive. And is Joe Biden that guy? You know, Patrick Henry said, guard with jealous attention the public liberty. Suspect everyone who approaches that jewel. Well, who is getting closer to that jewel than somebody who wants to be the president of the United States? It's our job as 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 media and as radio hosts and as people and as and as, you know, basically sarcastic bastards to to question and demand that we have the best possible people in place to to uh, to uh, to take care of that jewel, as Patrick Henry says. 
of the public liberty. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever whatever you want to talk about, we will. This is Joe, the truck driver. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Good. How you doing this morning? Doing great, man. What's on your mind today, sir? I just got to I'm curious on uh, your thoughts of Andrew Yang. Andrew I Yang. I saw a post of him. Yeah. I saw a post of him riding around with a truck driver. And he was talking about the industry. I guess he's running for president. Andrew Yang is running for president. That's right. He's one of the multitudes of people running for president uh, on the right, Democratic. Right. One of the hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, the big thing about Andrew Yang is he's he's super socialist. He's a, like a you know he's a he's a technology guy. He's a he's a robotics guy, and he's pretty. He believes that the world should be and will be taken over by robots. And so uh, because because of that, he wants a universal basic income of a thousand dollars a month for every American. Right. Which is kind of insane. I mean, it's kind of it. Look, he's right on one point, and that is that robots will be taking over more jobs. Robots will be taking over tech, or, you know, jobs that like like farming, for example, where there's already a lot of uh, technology that can do the job that that men used to do and women used to do. And it's going to happen in manufacturing more and more. It's going to happen in the service industry. We've got burger flipping robots right now. You know, and and they're putting people out of work. We're gonna have we're gonna have pizza making robots and taco folding robots and coffee baristaing robots. You know, all that all that's on the way if it's not already here, and that means fewer jobs for actual living people. And and so Andrew Yang's idea is, hey, let's give people a universal basic income, one thousand dollars a month for everybody for nothing. Let's give Medicare to everybody. And then he's got something called human-centered capitalism, which I don't even – I mean, I can't even – I can't even deal with that right now. Uh, but, but, but basically, human, human-centered capitalism, by the way, is basically social, not capitalism at all. Um, and we, we can talk about that at, an, at a later date. But the fact of the matter is Andrew Yang, he – it's almost like if you took somebody from Silicon Valley and made them president, he would govern by – uh, you know, he would govern by algorithm. He, he already is. If you look at his campaign website, you can see that he's got like a list of 80 or so topics. And he's got them ranked because obviously he ran it through some computer algorithm and he sent out some kind of he sent out some kind of, I don't know, uh, quiz or, or Quizlet or a Google form. Who, God, God only knows. I should probably follow the guy. Uh, but that's it, it's almost like it's a, a technologicalized. He's like the app of of, uh, of presidential candidates. I don't think he's going to make it. Number one, he doesn't have the backing of the of the Democratic Party. And unless he can really come in and make some waves and unless he can really come in and, and guarantee that he gets some votes either in Iowa or New Hampshire, if he can deliver them, you know, any kind if he can get any kind of delegates in the primary, he may have a shot. But he's just so far down the ladder. You know, he's look, he's crazy socialist enough to be the Democratic nominee. But does he have the name recognition and the underground swelling of support like a Bernie Sanders, like a Beto O'Rourke or like a Joe Biden might have had until he became everybody's creepy handsy uncle? 855-765-1045. This is Devin in St. John's. How you doing, Devin? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Good, Mark. How you doing today, man? Oh, doing great. What do you say? What you, uh, what's on your mind today? It's whatever you want Wednesday. Tell us what you want to talk about. So I wanted to kind of discuss the uh, potential Kratom ban in St. John's County. Have you heard about that yet? Kratom, the Kratom ban. Uh, no. What is that? That's like, uh, what is that, like an opioid or something, right? Well, that's actually why I wanted to call was to kind of help inform people and help them make a decision uh, whether this should be banned or not. So what it actually is, is it's a plant native to southeastern Asia. Yes, it does operate on similar uh, receptors as opioids. However, it is not the same. It does not build an addiction such as, you know, heroin or Oxycontin. And the primary reason for them wanting to ban it is for the reason that kids can get their hands on it. And my argument is I, per I personally use Kratom every single day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a type 1 diabetic, went through neuropathy. Um, medications just weren't for me. It affected my lifestyle in a negative way, and I found Kratom. Well, my issue is these guys want to ban Kratom because kids can get their hands on it, yet they have not banned tobacco products, alcohol, and so on and so forth, and display it as this negative, dangerous drug such as an opiate. Yeah. All right, so is that just in St. John's County? At this time, yes. Sarasota does as well have a ban on it. Um, but right now, they're looking at doing a ban for sale in St. John's. All right. I mean, look, again, I'm not as informed on Kratom as you are. 
but I would just say, hey, move to Duval. You can get any drug you want here any time of day, pretty much anywhere at any price. <laughs> the, 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 the drug market in Duval is is alive and well. So if they ban Kratom in St. John's, hey, that's just a chance for you to, you know, get up, uh, go head north on A1A and take a left to JTB and join us over here. <laughs> Duval, 855-765-1045 is the number, 855-765-1045. Dana in Neptune Beach, how are you? I'm doing fine, but I'm tired of President Trump saying, oh, I'm going to close the border. Mr. President, you promised us a good, real border. Now, just do it. Do it. Close it. Don't let the bad stuff coming in here from Mexico. I don't want it. I that's that, it. That's what I want to say. So you're all right. That you know, and that's a great point too, because there are a lot of people talking about closing the border as Donald Trump continues to hammer home. And I, you know what? I have a theory about closing the border, which I'll share with you here in just. We gotta take a quick break. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. If you want to get through, you can leave us an open mic message too, or just dial star star. 104.5. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, and coming up, I'm going to share with you my theory on Donald Trump closing the border. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. A lot of people talking about a lot of different things. Why? Well, it's whatever you want Wednesday. Sorry, guys, but I really don't see that big of an issue with Biden and these 30-something-year-olds. My concern is all the little kids that he's got his hands all over. That's weird. I mean, that's weird. It's a, touching a 31-year-old woman inappropriately. That's normal. Touching a little kid, that's that's totally weird. 855-765-1045. Uh, we are going to, we're, I, I want to talk to you about the border closing in just a minute, but we do have a ton of people on the line that want to comment about all kinds of things. Uh, and it is whatever you want Wednesday. So uh, let's go to John and uh, Bunnell. John, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, Mark, I'm good. Uh, great show. Oh, thanks. Hey, uh, I know this, this subject's been kind of beaten to death, but this old Jussie Smollett idiot, um, I don't think people realize how bad this could have gotten if he wasn't, you know, so terrible in the process of, of how he tried to carry it out. But when you take a look, you would have the media talking racism. Of course, that's how they started out. Every minute, you're talking about the city of Chicago. We saw what happened in Ferguson and Baltimore. I'm telling you, that city could be on fire with people dying and everything else, all because of this selfish, you know, fabrication of the, that that this idiot, you know, planned. Um, and I don't think people realize just how, you know, almost catastrophic it could have been. You don't. They, uh, you don't. You're right about that, a hundred percent. And you don't. People don't even realize that it's not over yet. Think about this. This is a high-profile millionaire actor with so much to lose. He was on a hit show back before this happened. Now it's a flop. He was uh, he was up and coming. He's filthy rich. He's got more money than he lets on. And he did all this. Why? Because of his desire to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office for another four years. This is a guy who has everything to lose and lost it because of his hatred of Donald Trump. Think about what's going to happen in the next two. And the, and the campaign hasn't even really kicked into high gear yet. Think about how bad it's going to get in the next two years. Think about all the morons out there who have nothing to lose. What are they going to do? Are they going to do something similar? Are they going to fake hate crimes? Are they going to take guns out to the ballpark where the where the uh, the uh, Republican congressmen are practicing for a ball game, a charity ball game? Are they just going to go to random Trump rallies and pay homeless people to punch Trump supporters in the face? Anyone with a MAGA hat? Just here's some here's some mace. Just spray him in the can, in the face with pepper spray. Whatever it takes. Are they going to burn down people's houses because they have Trump Pence 2020 campaign signs? Probably the answer is all of the above. But the fact that Jussie Smollett, somebody with so much to lose, didn't even think twice about doing it. Not once, but but two times. Don't forget the letter. First, he faked a letter, a threatening letter that was delivered to him. He took it to the people at Empire. Nobody cared or nobody believed him. Doesn't matter. He got no reaction from it. So he took it one step further, writing a check, writing a check to pay for two of his friends to help him fake, to help him fake this horrible crime. And now he's lost it all. And he has nothing left. I mean, there's, he has no choice but to sit around and pretend like it didn't happen, because if he admits it, it's over, man. It's totally over. 
And if he, somebody in, of his status, somebody who's made it so far in this country, is willing to risk it all because of their hatred of Donald Trump, imagine what people who are nowhere near as as blessed as he is, uh, imagine what they're going to do. Hey, thanks for the call. Great, A great question. Eddie in Jacksonville. What's up, Eddie? How are you? I'm all right. Uh, out here driving around with my fuel gauge blinking at me, and I'm looking at these gas prices getting more than just a little aggravated. I use a couple of different apps on the line. I'm not going to mention their names, because I don't have permission to say that. But um, they got gas prices all over the nation from as low as $2.08 a gallon. Wow. And, and we're here in Duval County paying somewhere around two sixty-eight, two seventy-two a gallon. I just want to know what's going on. I mean, we've got these platforms in the Gulf of Mexico. If the wind blows, they find an excuse to raise the price 20 or 30 cents, but the wind's not blowing. So now they're raising it with, with no reason whatsoever. Well, I mean, a couple geopolitically, there's a couple things that are going on. First of all, Venezuela's got some massive sanctions against them put in place by Donald Trump uh, because of, you know, the, the mayhem and the presidential election and everything else that's going on there. And Venezuela, huge oil producer. So that's going to raise the price of gas. Also, you've got Russia, uh, which is which is squeezing out their oil production, too, and trying to jack up the prices because they know that the more energy independent the United States gets, the few the, the lower their lower, uh, the less money they're going to make per gallon. And then, of course, the third thing which we cannot forget about is that it's spring break. And on spring break, people get in their car and they drive south. They drive to Key West. They drive to Fort Lauderdale. They drive to the Panhandle. They drive to the, you know, what, what is it? Uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, wherever the kids are going to party these days. And whenever people travel, the gas prices go up. It happens at Thanksgiving. It happens at Christmas. It happens at spring break. And people pay. Why? Because people will pay any amount of money to get away from their parents for a week and binge drink in bikinis so that they can have great uh, images for their Instagram stories and also potentially hook up with some randos who they'll never have to worry about seeing ever, ever again. And the, so those are that's a handful of reasons why the gas prices are going up. When the thing in Venezuela calms down, when all the kids go back to college, when uh, you know Russia started starts to get in line, you'll start to see those gas prices go back down. I mean, look. Even at 250, it's too much for gas, but whatevs. 855-765-1045 and message me. I want to know where in the heck those gas prices are $2.08. It might be worth a trip. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of whatever you want Wednesday is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Hi. Uncle Joe here. Wow, your hair smells good. is our number. 855-765-1045. I'm going to talk to uh, to you about the border here in just a minute because I have a theory about closing the border. And I want to play you what what Donald Trump is saying about it and Chuck Schumer and even Mitch McConnell now weighing in um, about potentially closing the border and the economic impact it would have on the United States of America. But first, uh, Chad wants to tell me the real reason the gas prices are up. What's up, Chad? How are you? Chad, you there? Listen, I, I, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. When you say uh, there's two things, well, there's actually three things that affect the price of gas, but I'll name, name two of them that both have had a factor. One, we, when you're dealing in the futures market, the cost of money itself in lending also affects gas prices because that's a factor in futures prices because the cost of money. The Basel III agreement kicked in on April 1st which increased the cost of money to most third world countries, which now brings those countries to the same lending practices and standards of the United States. So that's factor one. All right. Factor two is OPEC cut back oil production by 1.2 million barrels a day starting on the first. That's well, true, yeah. We all knew that was coming. That's going to affect futures prices, which is why two weeks ago prices started going up. What was the third thing? Well, the third, the third thing is just overall demand. Yeah, that's exactly so right. The demand is up, if the demand is up, then the prices go up. But you got demand up, supplies are down. Yeah, that's going to raise the price. No, that's and again, OPEC, OPEC cutting back supplies by 1.2 million barrels a day. That 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 definitely puts a strain on supplies. No, you're 100 percent right on all. The, basically, if you're just joining us, what Chad did was he basically explained what I explained, but he did it in a much more 
intelligent way. 855-765-1. He used a lot more, a lot bigger words than I did. And like, like futures and OPEC and things like that. Uh, this is Kelly uh, traveling through Jacksonville. Kelly, thanks so much for checking out the show and thanks so much for calling. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. What do you want to say today on whatever you want Wednesday? Well, I was trying to explain to a five-year-old and a seven-year-old what they were seeing on TV about um, Schiff and Mueller, Mueller, whatever his name is. Yeah, Mueller. Yeah. The president and why the um, why Mr. Schiff was so angry at the president, and I told him because when there was this game and um, it's called an election, and Mr president was running against miss clinton and mr schiff was on her team and they lost and mm. he didn't like it yeah what did mr Mueller do Mueller do i said well he um they they asked him to figure out if either miss clinton or the president were lying and stealing and cheating so he wrote this book report that said the president wasn't and mr schiff was not like that yeah at all and so the seven-year-old decided that um mr schiff is a mean boy and Mr. Trump needs to quit being it, calling him names, and that neither one of them can be superheroes with him. And the five-year-old said that um, Mr. Schiff needed a time out. Yeah. And that, that Mr. Trump should just tell him you're fired. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not Mr. Trump's job. That's the voters of California, and they're just as crazy as he is. But that's a great way to explain it. And kids definitely understand this stuff. Kizzy, I was, uh, like I said, the Joe Biden song that we did yesterday, the rap song, which everyone seems to really, uh, really be enjoying. I was editing the video in my in my uh, home office yesterday, and I put up there, you know, I put Joe Biden is creepy as the title, so people can find it easily when they go to my Facebook page. And I walked out, and my son had to go in and use the printer or something, and he goes, "Daddy," and I go, "Yeah," and he goes. Is Joe Biden creepy? <laughs> and I said, yes. Have I not taught you that? I thought I, I told you. If you're ever, in, uh, if Joe Biden ever approaches you or your sister, you come get me right away and you keep your hand and you can stay away from him. 855-765-1045. This is Terry in Jacksonville. How you doing, Terry? Well, I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks so much for taking my call, sir. Absolutely. Uh man, what's that? What's that thing you got over the microphone there? I'm a bit of a tech head myself. I know you got a little like white thing over the the microphone. What's oh, are you about? are you streaming online? So where are you watching us from? I'm watching you. I uh, usually just listen, but I'm on the face. I'm on your Facebook page, so I'm watching here. It's kind of neat. Oh, and that go, yeah, you can see, you can see all kinds of stuff. I'll tell you what this is, that, and it is whatever you want Wednesday, and this is this is proof positive. And I'm glad you asked this question. What I have over my microphone is called a Clorox wipe. It is a disinfectant. It's actually not a Clorox brand wipe. This is a uh, this is a like biodegradable organic one that my wife got, and it doesn't matter. But basically, what happens is, uh, unfortunately, this studio is shared by several people, many of whom, well, yeah, and the microphone itself is shared. Rich Jones uses this very microphone. Other people who I don't, have never even met in my life use this microphone and and as you see was watching the facebook page my my mouth gets closer to this microphone than pretty much anything my mouth gets close to on a daily basis and really it's almost like it's almost like I'm, I'm getting intimate with all these other people and i don't know where they've been i don't know what kind of colds they have here's another thing i've noticed too about radio individuals and not necessarily here at this radio station but at a lot of radio stations and and media outlets people think that they are indispensable and what that means is if they're dying of some kind of horrible contagious disease they feel like they still need to come to work like nobody you yeah. know nobody else can hit the button besides you and so there's a lot of germs floating around this place anyway i come, I I come in here uh, I got a disease that's called being addicted to tech. What kind of microphone is that? Oh, look. Okay, okay. Well, all right. I'll get. It's a Heil, which I'll get. I'll get to the tech specs for the studio here in just, just a minute. I'll go. I'll, I'll check you out on Facebook. I'll give you the. Uh, I'll send you the Amazon link so you can get one for yourself. But uh, but yeah, basically, I, I like to keep the studio wiped down clean. Very obsessive about it. And then what I do is I take the uh, the Clorox wipe and I put it around my microphone. That way, all the germs between the microphone and my mouth. Are, are destroyed. And it goes both ways. I'm not the cleanest person in the world either. I've got two kids. I've got a wife. God knows where I'm sticking my face, you know, uh, every single day. And I come in here, I'm spitting onto this thing. It protects my coworkers as much as I get protected 
from them. Uh, a great question, though. <laughs> and thank you so much for watching. See, it's a whole other experience when you watch online. We love that you're listening. A lot of people listen on the mobile app, but when you're watching us on Facebook or when you're when you're on the Twitch channel on Twitch, by the way, there's like people are cheering and yelling and screaming and there's emoji emojis and emotes. And it's a whole different experience. We try to make this as interactive as possible. So I definitely I definitely appreciate uh, appreciate your call. John in Orange Park. How you doing, John? Uh, doing great. You? Oh, doing great, man. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, what do you want to say today, sir? Yeah, well, just a little bit on the southern invasion. Uh, the one thing that I've actually written to the White House and suggested many times, never get an answer naturally, yeah. but we're just down there one step lower than the peons. Uh, all of the catch-and-release illegals, why have they not been bust or transferred to Pelosi's district and shown her front door? Hmm. That's a great idea. I mean, that would cost a lot of money. Uh, also, um, I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think, I mean, first, I don't think they would do that. I don't, I don't know what the benefit of that would be. Um, well, Pelosi's the one that, uh, Pelosi's the one that says these people should be welcome. Yeah. How no. many has she welcomed to her castle? So, I mean, look, her castle isn't just her front door. It's the entire state of California and she's welcoming them with open arms. California is where everybody who is illegal goes. Now, she doesn't necessarily want them there because, let's face it, that's not going to help her in the Electoral College. What she wants is for the illegal immigrants to pour into places like Texas that are on the verge of becoming purple. Places like Arizona, which could go either way. Let's get some of these illegal immigrants in a place like, oh, I don't know, Florida. Or they could potentially turn the tide uh, with Andrew Gillum's help in favor of the Democrats. So, yeah, it'd be nice if we just shipped them all to any. It doesn't have to be Nancy Pelosi's front yard, but any place in California would be great. 855-765-1045. All right, when I come back, I'm going to play those clips about closing the border and give you my my theory about what potentially closing the Mexican border would actually do in reality, like IRL. This is the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's number one hit music station. It's the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. My number is 855-765-1045. We have so many fantastic people calling in to talk about whatever they want to talk about because it's Wednesday, and that's what we do on Wednesday. We do as little work as possible. We let you do all the heavy lifting. Uh, speaking of heavy lifting, by the way, you can watch elephants in the background if you're on our... If you're on our Twitch channel or our Facebook page, which both of those are blowing up, too, and we appreciate it as well. 855-765-1045 is the number. Getting a bunch of open mic. Everybody's really feeling frisky today. I don't think President Trump is talking about shutting down commerce across the border. He's talking about shutting down the border for the people trying to immigrate here illegally. I think a little, there's a little bit of both. I think we need to focus on what's really important. Not car parts, not avocados, Oreos. Oreos are made in Mexico. Well, I for one know my priest is going to have a big problem with that because that, that dude's addicted. Although it is Lent and I think he gave him up, so we should be fine. Uh, look, here's Donald Trump was speaking yesterday about the, the border opening. A lot of people are saying Donald Trump just doesn't understand the economic impact that this is going to have on the country. Donald Trump doesn't understand. He can't just shut the border down. It's going to be devastating. Devastating. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump has a good understanding of economic impact, and I'm pretty sure he knows exactly what he's doing, as has been proven uh, time and time again. But here's Donald Trump being asked about it yesterday. Uh, we're going to have a strong border or we're going to have a closed border. Trump first announced last week he would close the border if Mexico didn't take action to stop the flow of migrants fleeing violence in Central America. On Tuesday, the president said he was pleased with Mexico's efforts to quell the number of asylum seekers reaching the U.S. border, but added a new caveat to keeping the border open. Congress has to meet quickly and make a deal. I could do it in 45 minutes. We need to get rid of chain migration. We need to get rid of catch and release and visa lottery. And we have to do something about asylum. And to be honest with you, I have to get rid of judges. If we don't make a deal with Congress, 
the border is going to be closed. There you go. So he's doubling down saying, look, we got to make a deal. We need immigration to be uh, quelled. We need it to be squashed. Uh, you guys, it takes 45 minutes and you guys have to do this or the border will be closed. And then, of course, everyone else was freaking out. You got Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer was he was uh, giving a speech somewhere and they asked him about President Trump's threat to close the border. And here's what Chuck Schumer said. Well, the ac economic disaster to the country would be huge. And my guess is that cooler heads will prevail to pre prevail upon the president not to do it. It'll be a disaster for him. Yeah. And, and disaster for the country. Right. And so Chuck Schumer and if a little dig there when he's saying huge, he's trying to be do his Donald Trump impression. And even Mitch McConnell was uh, was chiming in. Closing down the border would have uh, potentially catastrophic economic impact on our country. And I uh, would hope we would not be doing that sort of thing. Yeah. But the, I mean, look, the fact of the matter is there's no impact on immigration. It's almost like a quid pro quo. Like you've got to here's what we have to decide. Do we want and Donald Trump said it. He said, do we want a safe country? Uh, do we want a rich country? The first thing we want is a safe country. And he even said it in that interview. He said, look, I talk a lot about trade. I talk a lot about making deals. I talk a lot about strong trade and being having these great trade partners and deals, deals, deals. But the most important thing is safety. He said safety and security of our country is more important than trade. And again, this is something that I've been saying since before the election. It doesn't matter how great the economy is. It doesn't matter how much tax money you get to save. It doesn't matter how much you have in your bank account. It doesn't matter how low the gas prices are. If you're dead, nothing matters. If you are killed by a terrorist, by an immigrant, by a gang member, if you're lying there mortally wounded, if you're in the ground cremated, if you're dust, ashes to ashes, whatever it is, if you cease to exist, then nothing else matters. Therefore, your personal safety, your personal security, the safety and security of your family and really all Americans is primary, penultimate, second to none. Then, after we've secured the country and secured the border and kept the bad people out, after we can all guarantee that we will be able to live as long as possible, then you're going to want some money. Because if you're going to live a long time, you want to make sure that you're living the life. And that's why the economy is second to, to, to national defense. That's why trade agreements are second to immigration agreements. That's why a safe country is strong, is better than a rich country. Because a rich country that anybody can invade, I mean, that's not a rich country at all. It's like the banks. Banks have vaults. You know, they don't, they don't, they're not tents. You wouldn't, if somebody pitched a tent on the side of the road and put up a sign saying, I, there's a bank, throw your money in the igloo cooler, you know, throw your money in the Yeti and I'll keep it safe for you. You wouldn't have a lot of, you wouldn't have a lot of, I mean, I, I, I mean, I hope you wouldn't, I hope you wouldn't trust it. If so, meet me in the parking lot. If you're that, if you're like, ah, I would do that. Meet me in the parking lot in like 20 minutes. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. Whatever you want Wednesday continues on the Mark K Show. It's News 104.5 WOKV. If Joe Biden does decide to run for president, all men who can hear my voice, heed warning. You better lock up your daughters and keep your wives close. Joe Biden's coming at you and he's got a wandering nose. He's going to hit the campaign trail for 2020, which means he'll be sniffing heads from sea to shining sea. Ladies, be prepared, because out of nowhere, he'll shove his nose in your hair. He just wants to sniff it and smell it and maybe kiss it. He don't care. That's just how they do it back in Delaware. He loves the softness of your follicles. He quivers when they tickle his nostrils. He's old school, ladies. He don't mean no harm. It's just part of his folksy old Joe Biden charm. So don't worry when he nuzzles your neck. He don't want to have sex. He just does it out of respect. respect. And if he massages your shoulders while he's standing behind you, don't trip. That's just what all old horny senile men do. Uh -huh. Clinton had cigars. Biden's got his schnoz. Every man has flaws. He ain't breaking no laws. Well, except maybe assault and possibly adultery and generally being super duper creepy. But hey, we can sit here and hate the man. Hate the man. Or we could just read his official statement. He says, never did I believe I I acted inappropriately. Well, Mr. VP, the internet respectfully disagrees. There's like 180 YouTube videos showing you groping young girls with your big, big old nose. He's a gawker, a stalker, a real close talker. He's been like this for years. It should not be a shocker. Instead of taking antidepressants, he gets a boost from snorting herbal essence. Knock, knock. Who's there? Joe Biden. Joe Biden who? 
Joe Biden, who gets off on the smell of your shampoo. We can all sit around making jokes, but the sad truth is he'll still get millions of votes. He wouldn't be the first president who philanders. Besides, he's still better than Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. That's, That's right. Be a warning, gentlemen. Yeah. Creepy Joe Biden is coming for your women. I'll tell you what, man. My dad was wrong. Uh, listening to the Beastie Boys on repeat for three years in a row when I was a teenager, that paid off, man. That was not time wasted. That was actually that actually helped out in my career. Who knew? Uh, star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045 is the number if uh, you want, if you want to give us a buzz. Uh, this is the Mark Cage. Also, you can leave us an open mic message, which a lot of people um, have been doing. We've been getting tons of them on all kinds of different topics. Uh, you know, every, this was an interesting one that uh, I hadn't you know I hadn't thought about this for a while, but I'm glad to see that uh, that people aren't letting me. Oh, where was it? Oh no, no, that's the thing. We got so many of them that uh, that I lost it. But somebody was asking about. Asking about, oh, here it is, Hillary Clinton. What's the latest on putting Hillary in jail? And what's the latest on Osio, whatever her name is, Cortez? Osio yep. <laughs> Cortez. That, good, good questions, both of them. Good questions. I mean, as far as Hillary Clinton knows, I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, look, it, it seems like the next logical step. And don't think that uh, don't think that what's going to happen next is not going to be an investigation of some kind. Donald, they've got to get this redacted report out. The Democrats are trying to make us think about that. They think that they need to see. They think that they need to see and that for whatever reason, they feel like they apparently are are entitled to see the entire report. They're not at all. They don't have to see the entire report whatsoever. All they really need is the description that the AG gives them, which they already got. But what? It, 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 that's neither here nor there. They want the whole report. That's their battle. And they're doing it for two reasons. Number one, they're still trying to find something that they can hang Donald Trump out to dry on. That's number one. Number two is they want to keep him from reattacking them and saying, hey, the, we don't want the narrative of let's get to the bottom of this. They don't want that in the press. They don't want the narrative of who started this, who's to blame. You know, they don't want that. They don't want that to be the story. They don't want anyone finding out the truth about the Russia investigation and the Mueller report and who's behind it and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and everyone else. Loretta Lynch, they, they want that gone. They want it swept under the rug. And the best way to do that is to keep attacking Donald Trump till he's out of office, which will be probably 2024 at this point, because every time they do attack him. His uh, his 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 approval rating just continues to climb. Clint wrote me on a DM and he wrote none of what the Democrats are doing right now is going to matter when the FISA warrant applications and the gang of eight intel are declassified. And that's something Donald Trump said in his interview. He said, I will declassify all that information. You're damn right. I'm going to make it all public. I didn't do it during the Mueller hearing. I didn't do it during the probe because I didn't want to devalue. I didn't want people to think I was trying to hide something, which let's be honest. Fair point. If you if you declassify things that your enemies don't want declassified uh, during an investigation into you and Russian collusion that was based entirely around this FISA warrant, if you do that, they're going to definitely think you're guilty. Well, now, guess what? It's been proven he's not uh, guilty. So it's time to declassify that information. And that is uh, that is on the way now back to the border, back to the border. The, the, the interesting point about the border that we need to that I think people aren't looking at is the economic. The, the way I look at the border is kind of the way I look at the government shutdown. And if you're a government employee, you're directly affected by the government shutdown. A lot of farmers and agrarian, uh, you know, professionals were affected because they couldn't get their farm reports and whatnot. But in the end, the government opened back up. The government shut down. The government opened back up. When the government opened back up, what happened? Uh, basically, everyone got their money back. Everyone went back to work. The country didn't get derailed. I mean, when when the government shut down in December, you'd have thought that there was going to be fire and brimstone, that people were going to be dying of diseases, that airplanes were going to be falling out of the sky. I and mean, this is not the 737s, but, you know, the reg just regular old airplanes. None of that happened. And I kind of feel like the hubbub about shutting down the Mexican border, while I understand there will be an economic impact. I don't believe that anything is as bad as people projected to be in the press. I wholeheartedly do not believe, I do not believe that anybody, that anybody is going to have, that anyone in the government right now is, is smart enough or intelligent enough to really understand and know what's going to happen when the government uh, shuts down the border or when Donald Trump shuts down the border with Mexico. Yes, some of the imports and exports will stop. Yes, uh, some of the, uh, the the trade will stop. Yes, there will not be um, as much produce coming in, which will jack the prices will go sky high. 
We understand that. We're all we're going to have to eat some canned food for a while. That's going to be a big problem. But the fact of the matter is it's going to affect Mexico even more. And the reason you do that is because you need to be stronger than your enemy. And Mexico is our enemy in this. Don't think that they're not. Yeah, sure, they're our friend, they're our ally, they're our neighbor. We've got the the new we've got the new agreement, the USMCA, whatever. But that's all well and good. But when it comes to immigration, they are on the polar opposite side of the United States of America. Mexico and Donald Trump, two totally different sides of the playing field. Mexico is all for illegal immigration. They're all for letting their workforce just maneuver right across that. But here, you know what we'll do? We'll help you. We'll put you in some buses and we'll drive you up to the border and then we'll we'll get the coyote. You can get it across on your own. They're all for it because it's a less of a burden on their economy. And all the money that these guys make when they get here, when they go and stand at the Home Depot and they get these these drywall gigs and they get to, you know, they go work in the fields and whatever else, uh, whatever other, other jobs are attractive to illegal immigrants and these companies that are paying them under the table with cash. They get those jobs. They get their cash. They go right to Western Union and they send it all home. So Mexico reduces their population, reduces their burden as a government to provide for these poor people. And in the end, they get a boon to their economy because the money's funneling right back to Mexico. You know, anyone who comes across the border illegally, odds are they have family back home that they're trying to support. So the money doesn't stay. It's not like they're reinvesting in the United States of America. It's not like it's not like the old school immigration. Back with with Ellis Island, when you had immigrants coming over from Italy and from Ireland and from Germany and from France and from all over from after the war, post-war, you had Asian immigrants coming in. They were coming in here to stay and to keep the money and to invest and to build businesses. These immigrants from Mexico and from Honduras and from El Salvador and from from, you know, uh, wherever else in Latin America, they're coming in to work and send the money away out of the American economy. That's one of the big reasons why Mexico allows it to happen and actually bolsters the process. So Donald Trump's like, enough is enough. You have the power. You have the ability. You have the laws. You need to stop it. You need to do your part. You're not doing your part. And Donald Trump will shut down the border. And they'll scream and yell about the economic impact. But in my humble, uneducated opinion... I believe that the economic impact and the uh, it will nowhere near be as bad as the dire warnings we're getting from both sides of the aisle. That if and when Donald Trump shuts down the border, the economic devastation that you hear being being blown about on the media by Chuck Schumer and by Mitch McConnell and by everybody else, that that economic apocalypse will not be anywhere near as bad as they claim. And I speak from experience, from having lived through what, like 19 government shutdowns in the last 22 years? 855-765-1045 is the number, 855-765-1045. I got to take another quick break. Got a couple more phone calls. Mark, hang tight. Ed, hang on, buddy. We're going to get you here in just a minute. Everybody else, we got a little bit more time. We're going to uh, take some more of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday on News 104.5 WOKV. I'm telling you, man, if Joe Biden was to touch my wife like that, it's all over for that guy, I'm telling you. He better take it easy. It's a little creepy there, man. It's not right, man. I'm telling you, it's just not right. I'll be honest with you, that was a pretty good, that was a pretty, that was a pretty good Pacino impression there. Uh, a little Scarface. Star, star, 951. Donald Trump, finally, Donald Trump, you know, it was going to be a moment. Uh, it was just going to be a minute before they asked him about it. And he didn't say anything negative about Donald Trump. And Donald Trump's smart enough to know that, look, he was attacked for the same things, almost. He, uh, Donald Trump had some issues on his, of his own. So Donald Trump knows enough not to, not to attack Biden, but he did have this to say. I was going to call him, I don't know him well. I was going to say, welcome to the world joe you having a good time joe yeah and uh <laughs> i mean basically look politics in 2019 is very difficult to then um it's very it's very different than uh, politics in 1919 when joe biden first ran for something so uh it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles it mark in jacksonville mark thanks so much for calling the mark shows uh, thank you for holding so long too we appreciate it what you want to say sir Mark, you there? Hello? Yeah, I can, Hello? can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Barr, B-A-R, not Mark. Oh, your name's Barr. All right, that's, Barr, that's, Barr. A, that's okay. a great name. 
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, things in the thanks world. For me, thanks for having me on. My question is, yes, um, if Mexico doesn't care much about the people that they're sending across their border into America, why don't we take prisoners out of the prisons who have extended sentences and use them to build the wall and if they do a good job, they get a you know they get a career out of it, a trade where they can they can use it in you know time for good behavior and whatever. And if they don't, they decided to run, they run. Who cares? They go to Mexico. Mexico doesn't want doesn't care who they want to bring through into our country. We shouldn't care who we send back to theirs. Oh, that's an interesting point. Send people. The, the, here's the issue though: nobody really wants to go to Mexico, at least not permanently. They want to go like you know they want to go to the resort for a couple of days, but nobody. I I, I really. Again, I, I haven't, you know, I, I don't have first-hand experience with prison or Mexico, but I would, I would say that a lot of people on the inside uh, have it better off than a lot of people outside in Mexico. So if you gave a prisoner the option of staying in prison and building a wall, or or like being free but having to live in Tijuana. I think they would probably be like, dude, I get four squares a day or three squares a day and some outdoor time, and you know, my wife uh, smuggles me cigarettes. I'm going to stay in prison. I really believe that they would probably take that option. Uh, it has been brought up that a lot of people have said, "Why don't we have all these kids in trade schools go down and build the wall?" You know, that when I was in when I was in school, all the kids in auto shop, you know what they did? They fixed the city buses. The city bus would roll in. All these teenage kids would learn how to rebuild engines and carburetors and lube things up and whatnot. And then the bus would go back, and, and it was free labor for the city, and it was a great experience for them. Why don't we have all of these kids uh, that are at masonry schools and these technical uh, universities go down and build the wall? It's a great idea. Ed in St. Augustine. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing okay. Hey, uh Appreciate you getting uh, to me. Um, I have a little insight on some of the issues in Central and uh, Southern America and why people are fleeing. But um, my my big question and and understanding all of this and seeing these people leave their countries to flee to come to America for a better place. Uh, I was involved in the drug wars in 1980s uh, to a pretty heavy extent. And these guys are leaving because of cartels. Everybody's down there is fearing for their lives. Now, it's no different back in the 1980s with the Medellin and the Cali cartel um, uh, using the people as, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, what? yeah, I know. Hang on. Listen, we got to. Unfortunately, man, I'd love to hear about the drug war. So maybe we'll talk about that next Wednesday. Thanks so much for your call, Ed. Star, star, nine, five. Listen, we got to go. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next on News 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.